0: and welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep List, your home for list making right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside me, my good
1: friend, my main man, Mr. Dan Torres. Dan My man. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? It's been such a long time, uh, I feel like, since we last saw each other. I know. But uh, it is so good to be with you. I'm so glad to have another list to go over this week. Uh, you know, school starts next week for uh, my job, so things have been crazy, and this is going to be a nice breath of fresh air to kind of recenter me with everything.
0: It's very relaxing. Oh, um, yeah, it's very relaxing. We had a little bit of uh, a uh, a uh, a wrench thrown into our plans. Yeah, um, our good friend Johnny Townsend, who's been on the show before, uh, we just do video game lists, uh, video game villains list, top ten. Uh, we found out about like one o'clock, maybe maybe a little bit before that, that uh, or maybe it was probably around lunchtime that uh, he was unavailable. He had an emergency to go take care of, so um, so we called it on the fly, and we got a nice fun one. But we we have some good and bad news. Mm-hmm. So this will be the final season of Eat Sleep List. <sighs> <sighs> yep, stressful. Yeah. And by final list, uh, final season. Um, <laughs> By by final season, um, we mean that we're not gonna take a break anymore. Yeah. We're gonna just ride this thing out, fifty three, fifty two weeks a year, whatever it is. Uh, me and Dan were talking the other day, and we're just we think this is bigger than just making lists. Mm-hmm. I think this is, you know, this is almost breaking out of my comfort zone a little bit, and some in some cases, but there's a little bit of fun factor to this as long as well as. Uh, I think there's, you know, when we get down the road, there's some really powerful
1: things we can do um, with yeah. this show. Some I think deep so, dives. too. I, I I really do. Um, when you and I were talking this week, I was super excited when you brought that up. And uh, the way you've been talking about the show recently, too, I've been really inspired by. It. It's been pushing me like... I feel like the energy both of us have brought into this final season, quote-unquote, yeah. of the show uh, has been so fun so far, and I just think there's no reason to stop. Like, I think we could... Even with stuff we just randomly come up with, Correct. I think we could do something fun with it every single week, tell different stories. And you and I just, like, really get along, I feel like, doing it's, this, too.
0: Oh, my God. It's so easy, and, and it comes so naturally. Here, feel free to slide up that couch. I know you're struggling a little a, a bit A little there. bit. <laughs> I don't know who
1: slid that couch back. I, I don't know who who brought it back. Like,
0: <laughs> I thought I had it nice and close.
1: Um there we go. There I was, go. I Better, felt tethered. I was like,
0: like, "Yeah, you do not look comfortable, like
1: a dog on a chain or something like that." <laughs>
0: but there uh, we go. But yeah, I was like, because obviously I'm moving out for my football show. Mm-hmm. I need my fix, and I, I, I feel like doing this, and it's something different every week. If we work, if we work hard enough, we, we think hard enough, we can find stuff, right? We've been doing daily lists on the Facebook page again. Mm-hmm. There's something new to talk about every single time, so. Um, so we're in good shape. We're, uh, we're, we're pedal to the metal every single week. We will have an episode for you going forward. Uh, you know, in the event of something coming up, one of us will find a guest. One mm-hmm. of us will go solo and just make it happen.
1: Yeah, so. it, it'll be great. I'm really looking forward to it. And, and another thing I have to add too. I don't know about you, but like the feedback I've heard from the recent episodes has been really, really good for oh, people. It's, I I love it. Your cousin Tyler has been you know
0: probably one of the biggest ones I love getting a message from him after we drop an episode mm-hmm. they actually he was inspired uh, by our comics one from last week that he did a mini one yeah. on uh, on what's going on with Ben and Tyler mm-hmm. so I thought that was really cool but um, but yeah even the Facebook page is pro- hitting at its best so I'm happy with it uh, again it's 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 pretty pretty lax yeah. in, in terms of uh, stuff I've done um, you know we're Again, every week can be something
1: different, and I'm I don't feel stuck in a corner talking about a specific aspect. Yeah, that's what's nice, right? If we if we limited our, ourselves to like a specific topic, then it would be really hard. But we you could felt that way with Yao. Yeah, you felt that way with Yao when you first started. Your average ordinary, uh, where you were trying to get guests every week because I was just, booking. A, yeah, yeah, it just it, it just, wasn't working. So I think that. The fact that we have a person that we can build off of every week, mm-hmm. like first and foremost, but then we have we're just having fun with it, and I think that energy is really infectious to yeah. the people listening
0: too. So it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. So, um, so today our uh, call it on the fly topic. If you clicked on this episode, you already know. Um, what we're talking about it's songs that make us happy. Yeah. All right. Uh, I know personally myself. I'm going through a bit of a spiritual kind of mental change. I, I realized I was in a rut uh, mentally, emotionally, and I've been starting to read books. Thank you to Dan and everybody else who's let me borrow or suggested books. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go through a healing process where I'm a little bit more positive. I'm not looking at the at the negativity of everything. You know, it comes and goes in phases, but I it's just a funk that I need to break myself out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, uh, I came up with a couple options, and Dan was like, let's do the songs that make us happy. Because music is, oh, music is, I, I adore music. Me too. I absolutely adore music. Um, I associate, Dan, I don't know about you, but I associate music with, with moments and memories in my life.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: so much. Uh, I feel like every, just, just about every happy moment in my life, well, not just happy, sad you know, miserable, angry moment, whatever the feeling is, I can associate a song with it because mm-hmm. there's just, there's, uh, music is that, like, cool, working, where, where, where there's something for everybody in every situation.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I was so happy when you brought up this uh, this uh, list topic for the week because I... Uh, we haven't really done too much music-related yet, and I definitely wanted to get into something like that. And this is a good way to show our palettes, too, and see, like... Very different. Yeah, what, what kind of things you and I are into. I think we're going to have some in, uh like, similar realms, if I know you as well as <laughs> I think I know you. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely... uh there's definitely some fun stuff thrown in here that I'm really, really excited to share. There is yeah, there is a lot. I, I do get excited to share. Um you know, just just
0: talk about different like I said, I don't get to talk about music a whole lot. Not even on, on this show, but on everything I've ever do. You know, my musical interests vary. So every chance I get to um to talk about music that I like specifically, it's it's always a nice little opportunities. So uh without further ado, Dan and I present to you our top 10 songs that make us happy. Dano, why don't you start off with your number 10?
1: Absolutely. So I'm going to keep a couple of these in a similar realm as our original list was supposed to be because I started thinking about certain things that make me happy. I was like, video games make me happy. Sure do. Video game music (laughs) is going to be one of the things that I include in a good portion of my list, I think, is video game related. Good. but I'm going to kick off the list um, with number 10 uh, as Simple and Clean from Kingdom Hearts, the original okay. uh, theme coming in. Uh, when they're all played on the island? Yeah, I yeah, like Yeah, great one. So I like both versions of the song because there's one that's way more, like, acoustic, and uh, they use more, like, guitar and, like, kind of piano within it. But this version is very, like... Uh, electronic and like has this backbeat to it that it's fun oh it's it's so much fun and you're watching the sequence if you're playing it as a kid for the first time and you're like what kind of game am I getting into right now (laughs) you have no idea like there's just so much going on and it's so cool the way they're presenting it to you And uh, this is the first memory I have on this list that I associate with uh, my best friend who has been on the show, Steve for Cheese. Yes. Um, Because I played Kingdom Hearts with him um, for the first time in his basement. I think it was like on a Columbus Day or a day off we had or like something like that. Okay. Am I going to get canceled for using Columbus Day? Indigenous Peoples Day. I'll correct myself on here.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, wait, what was it when when at the time? It was Columbus yeah, Day. Yeah, exactly. Right. We'll at
1: honest. the at the time it was Columbus Day. <laughs> the the uh holiday formerly known as or formerly known as Columbus Day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he he exposed me to that for the first time and then we beat the first one together like he showed me how to beat it and like how cool the game was. Um so we did that and then uh Kingdom Hearts was just a part of my video game uh almost like my language for so, so, so long after that. so good. And I think that was, you get drawn in by things like that at first, right? Like the intro is one of the most important things that you see. So that's why it landed as my number 10, especially because my brothers have such good memories associated with that game too. So It's it's a lot of fun. I have
0: good good and bad memories associated with it. Um, But I I don't know if I ever told that story on here, but we'll leave it for another time. Mm. Um, all right, excellent choice. Thanks, man. That's a very good choice. That Kingdom Hearts game is so cool, and then that song is just, its it, it was a riveting way. I got it for, for Christmas one year, and I I couldn't wait to get downstairs and play it oh, when my I got God. it. I was like, I don't care about the rest of the gifts. I want to go downstairs and play Kingdom Hearts. So, so much fun. So there it is. Um, All right, very good. My number 10. I'm going to go with a uh, a fun dance song all right I uh, love to dance at weddings uh, when the time is right but also on my you own know, oh, I just I, I just get fired up and there's one the, the individual that sings this song he's a comedian and but he only did he, he made some he only really one famous song uh, Eddie Murphy's party all the time." Oh my God yeah it's got a fun upbeat beat to it uh the rhythm is great uh i think the music video has rick james is it rick james or
1: i think it is rick james because rick james is the one who uh had him record that song that's right um fun fact carzel from uh noise candy told me that Oh no! Kidding. The first time I was on there, he was like fun music fact, and he told me the story about <laughs> Eddie Murphy. It recording makes that song.
0: it makes sense because the whole Chappelle show, True Hollywood Stories, <laughs> uh, it it just all makes sense. But Eddie Murphy was so talented, right? This dude can he can do stand up. He was a really good. I mean this this song. Like I'm actually disappointed that he didn't make more music. Yeah, But it was great and it's timeless. Um, and uh. You know obviously he can act.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I,
0: I discovered this song after uh, my previous relationship before my wife ca- my you know wife came along. It ended and I was just in this weird just oh god, I want to do I want to do everything. Anything and everything and somebody pointed me in the direction of the song. I'm like, "What is this?" They're like, "Yo, it's Eddie Murphy. Party all the time." So and I remember bizarre. just just driving home one day from the bar while I was living in Rochester <laughs> just singing along to it. And just passionate. I was just doing it the other day. I I bought a like a Bluetooth speaker for work because I, I get sent upstairs and I all I do is dump material all day, dump you know products to be packed away. And I'm just like, I just want to party all the time. And, and I'm just like, yeah, let's go. So that's one um, again, not a specific memory, but I discovered it at a really you know a, a, an important time where I was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna let loose and. Have fun, and it just made me appreciate Eddie Murphy even more. So,
1: Yeah, that, that's one that you could show people that don't know, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's Eddie Murphy, and they're like, not like <laughs> Eddie Murphy, like the comedian, right? It just seems so out of left field that it's him. And it's funny because I remember my parents
0: had this suitcase filled with this little briefcase filled with cassette tapes of all the music that they collected when I was younger. I remember seeing Eddie Murphy on there. I'm like, why, why? I never listened to it because I'm like, he doesn't do music. Yeah, and ironically enough, that cassette was "Party All the Time," which I blatantly ignored for years. So bizarre, so crazy. That's but yes, so that crazy. is that is my number ten, "Party All the Time." Uh, hearing that beat, you just can't but help but put a smile on your face. Yeah,
1: I agree, um, and that's how I feel about my number nine too. So this one is it's. It's so good for a lot of reasons, but the memory associated with this one is, like, one of my favorites of all time. Um, so the song is, uh, before I go any further, is Build Me Up Buttercup by The Foundations. Oh, great one. Uh, b- because, you know, you can't help but move to that song, right? It's just the most incredible beat ever. Like, you just have, you have to sway. You, you snap your fingers to it. Um, I love, right? that's Motown, right? That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it's like the Motown so era. Good. Yeah, um, so back in, I'm trying to remember I Remember when this was. It was uh, 2015, so it was about seven years ago now. The summer of 2015, um, I went up to Toronto with uh, Cheese Man and then two of our other friends at the time uh, to go see you 2 which I did not know what to expect from them. Fantastic. Fantastic show. Were it was, they good? It was absolutely... Matt, I've seen them twice. They're one of the best live bands I've ever seen. No and kidding. I've seen a lot of people live. Um, they just, they've just they been around for so long, they know how to put on a really good performance. Right, right. My, my one friend who was there with us... The whole time he was like, I, I'm going to Toronto with you guys, but I'm not going to go to the show. I'm not. I'm going to either sell my ticket to somebody who wants to go or I'm just going to go back to the hotel and hang out for three hours. I'm not. I don't want to go see you two. I just want to go see. So he ends up going to the show, right? <laughs> and uh, halfway through, because they played, there was no opener. They just played through just for went, like okay. two and a half. And, but like there was an intermission for like 15 minutes. I see. And uh, so. At intermission, everybody's out there going to get stuff, and uh, he turns to us, and he just has the biggest frown on his face, and he goes, I hate that I'm loving this right now. <laughs> he just, it's, he's like, it's like it's so good. He's like, I can't, I, I love it. He's like, I can't help it. And all of us felt that same way. Yeah. We couldn't believe it. So afterwards, um, we went to like uh, one of those beers around the world places, right? So we're drinking these strong, like seven and a half percent, eight percent, ten percent. You know, it's a, it's all alcohol there yeah. too. Uh, and we're sitting on the patio, and this homeless man comes walking up to the patio uh, on the fenced uh, fenced off side. And he asks us if we have any money. He said no. As soon he has any cigarettes, he doesn't know. All of a sudden, this man starts busting into Build Me Up Buttercup by The Foundations. Just, And this man had, like, no teeth. So he's, he's kind of saying it like you would expect him to sound with no teeth as on top of being drunk. Yeah. Um, but you could immediately tell what it was. And we all just burst into song. And you better believe that we gave him like half the money we had and he hung around with us the rest of the night. There's a video of him out there somewhere. That's but cool. we for the <laughs> I was wondering how you two we transitioned to that, into that, but that's this. amazing. But uh, eventually one of his friends like came over and was like, come on, Gary, you're you're bothering the believable. So that's how we found out his name was Gary. So Toothless Gary made me love <laughs> Build Me Up Buttercup more than I've ever loved anything. If you To this day, if you say something about that around Steve, he'll just bust out laughing and be like, do you know this story? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have oh, to say man. something to him
0: next time I oh, see him. Oh, so
1: good. So, yeah, that's my number nine for that reason. Okay, very good, very
0: good. Um my number nine. So this was a I think it was WrestleMania in twenty eleven. Maybe twenty twelve. It was like the main theme. Mm-hmm. Uh it's called Written in the Stars oh, by yes. Tiny Tempa and I think Eric Turner. I don't know what it was, but the upbeat happiness of the song just put me up. And I was like, "Wow, it's this, and it's associated with WrestleMania, which I adored at the time." I mean, this song is great. I remember downloading it. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, there did like a, uh, a a music festival at the local, um, like a big concert. I forgot what they called it. It was in Rochester at the where the Red Wings play. And
1: oh, I they, know what you're talking about, but I, I don't know, know the, the heck name heck it's of it. Called. Yeah.
0: Um, but they were they were playing. They were like one of the main headliners and we, it was great. I, I'm not a big concert guy but we it was nice and relaxed. We had to sit in the, in the baseball stands and mm. just enjoy the show and she bought us tickets to go see that mm. and that's something I always appreciated even though obviously things happen. Um, I always appreciated that moment because she went the extra mile to give me that concert and give me that moment and opportunity and just you know, one of the high points of our relationship. Yeah, uh, but it was such a great song, and I mean, I didn't know what the I didn't care what the guys, rest of this guy's discography was, but this song just just put me in the moment, it made me want to wrestle. Uh, you know, it, it just it just puts a smile on my face, and I, I listen to it every now and then again, mm-hmm. and you know, the good memories come back, and 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 rest. You know, you always think of rest. I always think of wrestling with, from that time period. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's just an upbeat, fun song. And the dude just, like, dropped off the face of the earth after
1: that one hit. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think he's still... Um, I make music, but he just hasn't had, like, a hit. Yeah, I think he's popular in Europe still. Like, I think he's still a pretty big star so, over there. I would imagine so. But,
0: man, it was so cool to see him live. Yeah,
1: lying. oh, I bet. Um, Man, wrestling music like that is... There's so much of that I could have included on this list. It's An yeah. honorable mention for me is I will I'll always be happy... Um, when I hear that Peacock song by Katy Perry, oh, yeah, Jeez, with with that. um, it was just the way Dalton and Will, every time they <laughs> came My parents out, show up just to watch their to watch. The oh, reference. they were the best! They were so good. Uh, it, shout out to the Peacock ex- uh, Express experience. Yeah, they did both. I think they did they both. Did both yeah. I think at one point or another. Uh, They were they just kicked so much. And like they got everybody into that. Yeah. Always. Always. Um, But that's a really good. I forgot about Written in the Stars. That's a great song. Yeah. Every now and then. Like it's not like one that I
0: I, like listen to. There's a lot of songs that I listen to over and over and over again before I get sick of them. Written in the Stars isn't one of those. It's like this special like once every couple months kind of listen where I'm just like, okay, I got my fill. I'm happy. Got the memories back. Good to go. Mm
1: -hmm. So. Very good. Uh, So my number eight is uh, maybe my only superhero associated one on here. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. So um, it's Come and Get Your Love by Redbone Uh, because of specifically because of Guardians 1. Yeah. so my memory associated with this one was going to the drive-in with my brothers to go see Guardians for the first time. Okay. And it was just the most fun thing because that's one of the best Marvel movies still. Easily. And, uh, easily. Guardians 1 just was so brilliantly written and so well executed, and didn't take itself too seriously. You had the first appearance of Thanos in there, which was huge. Yeah. Like, the
0: first time... Josh Bro not Brolin' not, yeah.
1: not, like, appearance, but, like, the first Vocals. time he was fully vocal and was shown and everything like that. Um, th- that movie was special for a lot of reasons, but there were... The Guardians movies with my brothers specifically are special for me. And a lot of people hate it on Guardians, too. But I loved it because of, again, the memory I got with my brothers being able to, like, sit and do that. Um, They actually recently at my wedding in their speech, um, because they were both my best men. uh, They uh, wrote—they said something about how— Guardians two was the last thing we all saw together as siblings Man. before and up until Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. That was the that was the next thing we saw together in theaters, really? like sitting next to each other. Wow. Um but yeah, that there was a big, big time gap between that, which it was, it was weird. But like, it made me appreciate those moments so much more, especially when I was old enough to drive and they weren't, so I was the one taking them places and stuff like especially,
0: that. Especially, I mean, that's cool too. I I do gotta say this is on my list as well, so mm-hmm. I'll give it take. I,
1: I saw by you your, you re- I by the look, I your your reaction reaction was like, oh man, was, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but you know, for some people, eh. I'm just going to the movies, yeah, right? Exactly. It's just, eh. We're going to the movies. What's there to do? But for you and your brothers, that was like a, just a, a, a very special moment, yeah, for you guys. Like you said, the la- the fir- the last time, in, let's see, Guardians Two was 2017, so four years that yeah, you guys went to the like movies that. together. And I'm sure that was a little bit more commonplace when you guys were younger to go see it and go see it and go see it, mm-hmm. uh, go see movies together. So it's. Pretty insane. Like that's really cool that 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 moment stood out for you and your brothers. Cause yeah, you, you, that's another thing. Like growing up, you never realize the last time you're doing something or you're Ugh. spending time with somebody until it's like a month, Way two too months, late. a year. Two years later and you're like, oh shit, I haven't seen so and so in a long mm-hmm. time. Last time I seen them we were doing this. So that's so that's really cool. That's a very good memory attached to. Yeah. That
1: that, that was a really fun one. And yeah. like we'll definitely expand on that a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So excellent
0: choice for your number eight. Thank you, brother. Um, I am going to put at number eight. Uh so I am a <laughs> I remember one time because movies were a uh, you know, a. a Back then, you know, movies were my wife and I's like universal date thing. We like it's it's kind of sad how we look at. She to puts together these books every year for our anniversary with pictures and little props of stuff that we did. Uh, and over the years, our time at the movies has gotten lesser and lesser. But our first books, our first probably four or five books, up until we got married, maybe a little bit before that. Filled to the brim with tickets. Mm-hmm. That was ticket stubs. That was our our thing. And I remember, I'll never forget. There was one night. It was a, we had a choice between uh, going to see. She's like, we got two choices. We going to the movies. and We got two choices: Transformers or Jersey Boys. And I was like, uh, I don't care for Transformers right now. They just all the, the all the movies are the same. Let's go see <laughs> Jersey Boys. So I gave it a shot, and I was blown away. It's a great Jersey movie. Boys quickly became... I didn't realize that it was based on all factual stuff. I didn't realize that it was based on a play. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. It's probably... Uh, I've seen a lot of movies. I'd say top 15, top 20 out of hundreds of movies that I've seen of wow. all time. Um, and one of the songs that really appealed to me was Sherry, because I've heard this song mm-hmm. before. And then I'm like, I'm watching them do it and I'm watching how it came about I'm like oh my god like this is who sang it Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons yeah this is it so that's become one I actually we left that movie theater I became obsessed I went on Amazon I bought bought the physical CD to play in my car because I had a a car at the time with a CD player Um, uh, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons greatest hits Mm -hmm. I downloaded it all on my iPod Nice. I was just I wanted it complete. I wanted complete access to all this stuff, and I, I've been in love with it ever since. I watch the movie probably a couple times a year mm-hmm. at this point. Cause it, it's it's a pretty good story. It's fun the way the mu- they include the music. It's not like a straight up like not that there's anything wrong with it with a musical, but there's a lot of story in between the music, and it, I yes. think it, it it balances it's uh, it's just the right amount for me it's just the amount right amount you know for of storytelling and in music so mm-hmm. um so yeah sherry the four seasons uh that's my number 8
1: have you ever seen the musical at all i have not but it is one thing that i do want to do okay i'll keep that in mind for if they ever come here. okay we'll, please do we'll go together please do i would love um, that but that uh, uh yeah their story is insane and growing up uh, my dad listened to Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons all the time. <laughs> okay. No so that was – I, I absolutely loved their music even before Jersey Boys, like, was popular. I didn't realize, uh, like, they were to America – like, they were America's answer to,
0: like, the Beatles and uh-huh. the Rolling Stones, and I had no idea.
1: Mm-hmm. They were they were incredible, and the way their voices were layered is still something phenomenal to this day. They yeah. layered their harmonies so 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 well, um, but yeah, I, my dad has a kick ass taste in car chases and in music, so that's about- oh he's gonna
0: love hearing this. Yeah,
1: oh absolutely. <laughs> uh, so my first modern song comes in at uh, number seven. I only heard this for the first time this year but I think the album came out last year. Um the song's called Honey. It's by Halsey. Okay. So I'm a uh I'm a pretty big Halsey fan I would say. I I'm not like I don't listen to every album like the day it comes out or anything like that, but I always um go through her discography and I'll uh like play the greatest hits and like keep like her playlist on at work or whatever. This song every time I listen to it it just has it it's like almost like a rock love ballad in a way uh i'm trying to like find the right words to describe it it's a really upbeat it's fun um it just makes you want to like either like dance or like throw your head around or like it always puts me in a good mood when i listen to it right it's just one of those ones that uh I I don't even have anything specific behind it but it just hits me in that one in that spot where it just gets stuck in my head and it makes you know when it makes you feel something like that sometimes that's all it takes. Absolutely. Um but it's my favorite I think it's my favorite song of hers even after like all the hits and all her old stuff which was really really good. I have to look it up. Um, it's yeah it's really fun and it's not you listen to the lyrics and it almost sounds sad when it isn't, right? Um, but it just it entrances you for like the two minutes and forty five seconds it's on or whatever. But it's really good, and that's another thing is it's a quick listen too. So it's like one of those just ones, right? That, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Sometimes songs are like too short and I have to replay it just to get the status. It's weird. I gotta get yeah. the, play it to
1: get the same satisfaction out of it. Yeah, exactly. So, Honey comes in at number seven by Halsey.
0: All right, excellent. Very good, my man. Thanks, dude. Um, all right, my number seven is a song from the uh, the great Ray Charles. Oh, yes. Not just any song, though. This one is, I remember it from the Sandlot. It is his rendition of America the Beautiful. Um, and this, Whitney Houston is one of the most electric ones of all time to do this. But some about Ray's pacing, his jazzy take on it. I I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize that we live in a very messed up uh, country. Not to get political or anything, but it's shit's not right for a lot of people. Yes. Um, but there's also a certain beauty to the strive of making things right. Mm-hmm. If you follow what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, I I know a lot of people. They they say they hate living here, and to each their own. That is their opinion uh, to have. I. I love it. I love, you know, there's, it really is a melting pot of people of different cultures and ethnicities. And, you know, I get to learn about, it. just, just every, I mean, it's amazing how things are so regionalized. They can be regionalized. They're different in different places, but we're all, it's all still under like one country. Yep. And it, it actually brings a tear to my eye sometimes when I listen to it because, you know, like I said, it's it's not perfect here. But, there is a certain beauty and 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 pride, at least of my own experiences when it comes to being here because um while again, not perfect, uh there's a there's places that are far, far worse to absolutely. be absolutely. And uh yeah, it's probably my favorite like uh patriotic kinda song. It's been done by so many different people, but Ray Charles just hits it right on the head. Um you know, a guy who went through a lot of issues, uh, racial issues, coming coming up through the ranks, and and you know having a fight, basically his is blind. You know, being blind, and he still found a certain beauty in being here in America, mm-hmm. and I respect it, I appreciate it, and it's one of my favorites. Like Fourth of July week, once a day, you know, just just kind of it helps put me in the zone. It, it makes me makes me appreciate. Mm-hmm. You know that I live in a place where I can be friends with uh, people that don't look like me. Yes, and it's one of my favorite things about being here. So,
1: yeah, that rendition and like in particular is so good at capturing that feeling too yeah. of just being in harmony and have and specifically too. You mentioned the lot. that scene in particular is so beautifully shot in that movie. The way they're playing and the fireworks are going off and what a they're cool just looking, idea it's just never would have did that as a kid i never would have it, it, it would have been so fun especially like with my love of baseball that just seems like something that would have been right up my alley for sure but um yeah that uh that version is just absolutely beautiful and you're right it's not perfect there are worse places we can be and just being alive and knowing you hit honestly the universal lottery and being here should be enough to just keep you humble Abs- and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah, it's it's easy to 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 get lost in the negatives of being here, but um, because again, there's there's quite a lot, but I I there's a certain pride, there's a lot of pride that comes with it, and I'm not just some uh some.
1: Goof, you know, like you just are oh, America, yeah, but no. i i there's a lot to love, so. absolutely, I agree, and I think having the negative attitude towards it only makes it worse right it it there's there's a sense of like if you get trapped in that instead of being like, okay, well, how can I make it better rather than like complaining about it, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to get out of the soapbox. No, I know because I there's like a lot of people lot. who are like, oh, they like America. Exactly. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> um. So my number six. I. Uh, I feel it's impossible not to be happy when you listen to the song. Uh, it's "Take on Me" by Aha. Oh yes. That's how can you possibly be in a in a bad mood when that song comes on from beginning to end the melody is perfect the vocals are perfect uh, even the acoustic version that came out more recently that they did that uh, was on the Deadpool soundtrack. I don't know if you heard that the one. Sad, yes, I like the slower but, version but of that. But that's still them. That's yeah. still them doing it. It sounds like an entirely different group that would be doing it. And then you see like the live version of them performing it and you're like, oh wow, you take such a iconic song and you still make it unique and different and like yeah you put a whole new meaning on it even after all this time but everything about that song is just perfect just, it
0: does the beat uh whether it is the acoustic version or the you know the original um
1: oh, it's it's fun it's, every it tells little a nice story it tells a nice story the music video is just brilliant. The way they're—I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's the—it's parodied all the time. Where where um, it's like the sketch drawing. Right? Yeah, yes. the girls pulled into the sketch drawing. Yep. The big—the big thing I remember was they parodied it in Family Guy the one time yeah. where Chris <laughs> is pulled through and then he jumps back <laughs> out in the store. Yes, Lois has him where he's been, He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's a pretty good impression. I've, I've watched way too much Family Guy <laughs> over the years. Um, yeah, that that song is when I think of eighties music. That is like most iconic, as far as like the, it's one the of the songs best. I think if you look
0: 80s. up a lot of the top eighties music, like I, I listen to eighties music playlists all the time. I feel like I should have been born in that decade. Yeah, I really do. Like I feel like I mean, nineties were great, but I love everything eighties culture, movies, music, video games everything about the nineteen eighties. Uh that song is typically at the top of a lot of pop culture like lists from that time period.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's so brilliant. It's, it's his so 80s, freaking good. It's as
0: eighties as Super Mario Bros. Uh Jesus top you know, Top Gun, like just all that stuff. All all those just so good. So good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man, it's it's one of the better ones to come out of that, and it just always now i got to make sure that top good came out in the
0: 80s. <laughs> I feel like an, an idiot for putting that out there. There's a lot of oh, other... Oh, man.
1: Oh, 1986
0: we're safe. Okay. Um, excellent. Very, very good. Thanks, I, I love that one. I love that one. Um, now we're starting to get into some personal ones. All right, so Ooh. there's going to be some little storytelling here. All right, let's go with my number six. Uh, I'm going to go my pro wrestling theme because it brings, you know, my pro wrestling tenure was had its ups and downs. And by the end of it, I was just so sick of it. I wanted to get away. But when I hear the song Icky Thump by the White Stripes, which Mm. was my theme for a couple years, uh, it's the, the guitar, the, the bass to it, it fires me up. And I used to love like it, it legit pumped me up to be out there, like make that entrance Walked down the aisle. It, it fired me up. I, I had this, this like, you know, I, I did wrestling in high school. I did sports in high school. And pro wrestling, uh, it is what it is, but it's very competitive. And it just put me in that mentality where, like, I'm going to beat some ass mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, and there's occasions where, I you know, I'm driving and it'll pop up. Or I'm watching a movie like The Other Guys. And it, actually, it was in that one right before all the hell breaks loose <laughs> at the very end. Uh, it's... Oh the beat, The instrumental is sick. Like I, it, the the lyrics are great, but I could do with just the instrumental and mm-hmm. just be fine with it. Um, mm-hmm. It gets your blood pumping. And it's really, really good. And it just again, I smile because I did have a lot of great memories in wrestling. I met a lot of great people um, that I still am still very fond of, whether I show them that or not. Uh, and that song that that's my
1: bridge to that life. Oh, so good. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of what other themes i had that would have been like that i never had too many like fun fun ones but i my first one was everybody down by non-point which was in okay. one of the one of like the smackdown versus i, remember, or I think i remember like this, that. Yeah. uh and that was like i think out of all of them that was my favorite, Your scum favorite one? yeah it just because those were the first couple matches i had right and those were like the first ones I was televised on UIW for, so I remember knowing that that was gonna hit, and I was gonna come out for my match with Randy, and That's like, awesome. yeah, those were those were the Dude, best. That just
0: were the best part. Mm-hmm. Some in oh, some cases,
1: yeah. they were the best part. I switched it up all the time when we trained. Like when we went to NWC, I switched it up. When we went to FOF, I switched. I always yeah. loved like that part of it so much. That's so cool. Oh, the art I had life was so
0: three? fun. Was it three or four different themes? There was Oh yeah. There's for some reason my first one was like Vaseline by uh, uh I think it's Stone Temple Pilots. Then I went to Hungry for Heaven by Dio. When I did started doing the Top Gun thing, I didn't want to just go for Top Gun like music associated yeah. with it. So I went for Icky Thump because it was just it was just fucking badass yeah uh she's my language but it was just, it was such, like a, it that. was such a tough like it was such a, such a it was like a perfect wrestling song i was surprised that nobody ever used it mm-hmm. so yeah it, that's that's the one
1: yeah my favorite my favorite one of all time wrestling related would have to be uh i'll i'll show you it sometime off the air but kevin's og theme when he used to come out uh he actually brought it back for a few years on the end. Did he? Yeah. And what That's was cool. cool? This was. This is so off topic, but a random bit of yard knowledge I can I can drop on this episode <laughs> is. Uh, so he used that theme, th- like the entire last segment of when we wrestled in the yard. Like okay. he he was using that, and he was like that was when he was twisted. Like right. it was it was that. Um, So then he was in ESW, and he's using this Asking Alexandria theme. He used it when he tagged with you, and then he used it when he was tagging with Danny Danger. So then Danny Danger turns on him right before the one big ESW show that they're about to do at the Keenan Center, and – Kevin comes out, because it's like trainer versus, uh, versus, University like, teacher, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Danny trained him, like, all through the yard, and, uh, when Kevin came out, he used the twist theme for it. So he switched back, and, and nobody, cool too, because so nobody, nobody, rag- who- nobody knew it but us. Right. Like, we knew it, like, as awesome. the OGs that he's bringing twist. I hope Kevin right. hears that, that he's a part of this. I hope so, in so anyway. too. That's that's cool. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll yeah. He he was just he his version was like the freaking <laughs> best because you knew he was coming and he was always like the team captain. For right. Us. It was good shit. Um. Okay. So back to music, I guess. <laughs> um. So number five uh, on my list, I have the. This is another one that I have a good memory associated with. Okay. Um. But. One of my no, not one of I think the first game I ever played on the n sixty four was mario sixty four okay um, and it was in my grandmother's basement she had an n sixty four so all her grandkids could play it, so I always have good good memories yeah, associated with that. so much It's oh, all playing one of the best. party. it was it was one of the best um, but the world one theme from super mario sixty four the did it did it did it it did yeah. did, I I love I love I love that uh just that melody so much within that game. And it immediately welcomes you into this first world. Like, okay, this is fun, but you also might die while you're doing this. So be prepared for that. But it all, it lets you know exactly what kind of game it is. Like, it's going to be big and fun and colorful and colorful. And like the, just like the trumpets in it too. Uh, you could also, so I, I tell everybody this and ruin it for them. So if you take that song and listen to it side by side with You Could Feel It All Over by Stevie Wonder with those trumpets... You're never going to be able to unhear that that's the same, like the same exact thing. like, Really? Yeah, because like Stevie Wonder's is. Nah, 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 What's the song? Nah, nah. Uh, oh, shit.
0: No, I, okay, I know yeah. what you talking about.
1: And, and so, like, you hear that, and then you hear the trumpets in the other world, and like, there are certain parts where you're like, oh, that's almost the same. That's so weird. And like, so. That doesn't surprise me. Right. You could put the TV on mute and put Stevie Wonder over it, <laughs> it would feel like it would fit right in. Um,. But that's that's one of the best ones, and they use it for a couple of worlds within yeah. uh, within that. But that's the first one I remember it being one. in. God, it's just so fun! It it just has such a good bounce to it that like makes you want to keep playing and trucking through the level no matter what. My favorite song off that
0: one is the one from Dire Dire Docks, the water one.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Very. Oh, I like, love slow that melodic
0: pace. I, I, I do I do adore that one quite a bit. Oh, it's so good. Um, Very good. Very good. All right. So, yeah, we're in the middle of our top five now. And the next one I'm going to pick is Journey Don't Stop Believing. Now, yes, I mean, this song is played at every single wedding. It makes people go crazy every time it's played in a public forum, public place. Everybody wants to sing along. Mm-hmm. I have very fond memories of this, though. Uh, friendship was hard to come by when I was in high school But I did find friendship in uh, in three other people They were a class underneath me But I knew them through wrestling and various other sports And we just became so tight um, That one of our favorite things to do was drive around at night In, in my car and just sing karaoke Ugh. We would just drive all right. We had, I had this 92 Mercury Tracer, I think was it and we had the we had the tape thing where we put the tape and you connected it to your MP3 player. I used to
1: have one of those, yep.
0: And we had two songs that we sang religiously. It was, um, uh, oh god, what the heck was the? Uh, I want something. To... Me through the semi charm oh, um, kind of like yeah, semi charm kind of third eye blind, high. third eye blind. blind. But that was one of them. But the other one that we sang all the time was "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. We would drive up and down Niagara Falls Boulevard, go up Buffalo Avenue. Uh, all around Niagara Falls, and just sing this in unison. And that was our thing. We like it was so cool because the Boulevard Mall felt so far away. So we make a day plan. Like, hey, next Tuesday we're gonna go out to to Best Buy in the Boulevard Mall and go hang out that way. And we would listen to that song. But that was like, for me, it was a moment that, and you know, I hardly see any of them now, unfortunately. But in that moment, I was like, this shit's gonna last forever. Yeah, it's one of those like I could be sad about it. But you know that that I don't get that experience anymore. But at the same time I, I remember where I was at in life and how happy like that moment made me. I, I can't just do that. Mm. <laughs> I can't just be like, hey guys, let's go in the car and just go sing karaoke up and down. Uh up and down the streets. But that song was the one. And he actually my buddy Justin played it at his wedding at the very end and he just came over to us and was like, All right, let's one more time for for old time's sake. And it was so cool. Um what a special memory. But, yeah, th- that song is great. And I, I just, I mean, literally, two two years probably worth of car trips when I was in high school. And then when I went to college, you know, I, I didn't go far away, but we just didn't see each other all the time. And yeah. It just kind of ended that way. And everybody had to grow up, and everybody had different experiences, but... That's that's the way it was. That's so. how it goes. Yeah. That's
1: life, unfortunately. So, but it's a, getting those memories out of it makes it absolutely worth it. There are so many songs I can associate with just driving around by myself Heck at yeah. night and like just clearing you know, your head, clearing my head, chilling out, like needing to take that break. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't stop believing is a classic for so many reasons. It's, I'm like sure that.
0: it's on a lot of people's lists, but I, I like it so much because of the me- the memories affi- affiliated yeah. with it.
1: Yeah, I never so I never associated Don't Stop Believing with anything specific. And then I watched Sopranos through for the first time and I don't associate it with anything else except for the soprano. Oh, it's so good, it's so cool. With that that last episode is so good. <laughs> um uh, number yeah, 4. Great one. Thank you. Number buddy. 4. Um so another video game one, it's my last video game one uh on this list. Uh, So I'm going with one of my favorite video game franchises. It's the Legend of Zelda series. Of course. Um, So the first installment of uh, Legend of Zelda that I played specifically was Ocarina of Time. Great game. Um, Again, my grandmother's basement. Um, And in this game, you go to uh, Gerudo Valley at points. And the theme when you went there... I never understood fully how to play the game as a kid because, you know, it's a sandbox game. A lot, so you're just going everywhere to trying to kill everything and, like, you're you're figuring it out as Absolutely. you go a little bit. Um, but I used to go to Gerudo Valley all the time not knowing, like... What was beyond the uh, bridge because I never could get over it as a kid. And then when I was an adult, I always went there at the wrong times. And then, like, as I got older, I finally was like, oh, you idiot. This is how you beat the game. Uh, but the song when you got in made encouraged me to come back so much more, I feel like, um, because it's this very – it sounds like it's done on a classic uh a classical guitar, so like the nylon strings, and then it's the did it it, did it it, did it it, did it. Yeah. And if you couldn't be let into that too, you could also jump off the canyon that was there into like the small river that was at the bottom. And that was just so much fun to do as a child too, where you're just like, Okay, he's not gonna die, so I could do this as many times as I want. Correct. Um, but out of everything that's come out of Legend of Zelda, that one for me it always, like it will be forever associated with it, yeah, because it's just so much fun. And I don't know what it is specifically about it. I think it's the guitar trumpet combo within it.
0: Anytime you want to pop it in a man, we got to hear.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. You know. You know what? Cheese man got me for my birthday this year. Actually, which is so clutch. Um, he got me an N64 controller that you can plug into the Switch. Oh, so now I can take all the classics and use the actual oh, N64 so you controller, play the S- dude. That's game changer. I bet because the actual like Switch controls are terrible. Yeah, for playing that, they break. I... They, they break very easily. Oh, dude. it's it's bad. I've already. I'm I'm like my third or fourth set right now. Oh <laughs> man, they're so cheap. You can send them <laughs> in to get fixed fix for free, but that's because they're so bad. <laughs> I think it's still still good. Um, but yes, the Gerudo Valley theme is my number four and will always be one of my favorite video games. That's a ever.
0: great one. That is a fantastic memory. It, it's it's fun. There's been nights where I just come here and just play games and I'll pop that in. My one friend who I started podcasting with, he went to a Comic Con one time and he actually there was uh they did like random goodie bags and he was like shaking bags and lifting and he actually pulled out a somebody made like a porcelain ocarina Mhm. And uh so he had it. He was like, "Oh, I'm trying to learn how to play it and stuff." But it looked just like the game. It was crazy, crazily painted. Oh,
1: that reminds me. I have some donations coming for the studio. Do you now Yes, I do. Oh, man. One of my cousins who um lives out of state, shout out Eli. Um he listens to these shows all the time. Good man. And Thank so you, So he, he uh he uh, sent me a picture of all this like nerdy Isn't stuff. someone you with
0: that restaurant?
1: Is that the one who helped you out with that restaurant in Ohio or whatever it was? No, that's my cousin Vince. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's that's Vince, which he's he's cool too. But uh, <laughs> Eli is one of the ones like I grew up like close with. He gotcha. he was on my show before actually. Okay. Uh, but he he has a bunch of nerdy stuff he's getting rid of, and he sent me a picture of all of it. He's like, "Do you want all this for the studio?" And I was F- like, yeah. "Yeah, absolutely." So we got a we got a couple of Harry Potter ones coming up too. What? Yes, we do. Oh my god! Which will be awesome. Thank um, you, so shout thank out you, Eli.
0: I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank man. you
1: for that. Cool. I got to do some reorganizing.
0: Yeah. I want to get some more shelving units. We have so much stuff. I know.
1: We really need to get like nice and organized in here. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> Every time I organize, it just falls into disarray.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great song, buddy. Thanks, man. Um. The next one I'm gonna go is uh my wedding dance song.
1: Oh
0: yeah. I she listens to so <laughs> she listens to episodes where I always say something stupid. So I gotta I gotta be preemptive. <laughs> I gotta be ready just in case. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> so uh the, the our first dance as husband and wife was uh a song called The Way You Look Tonight by Frank Sinatra. Oh yes, yeah. I hope it was either for the Sinatra or Buble, but we did it. We had a planned dance, so I'm 90% sure it's, I'm 99% sure it's, it's Frank Sinatra. It's the Sinatra version. It's a little bit more fast paced. The Buble one is, uh eh,
1: watch. It was the Buble Yes, game. it was, it was Frank Sinatra. So he did the original, yeah. which is so.
0: I have a feel like I try to listen back to the Buble one. I'm like, eh, I don't think this is the one we dance
1: to, but yeah. regardless. I, I, I don't think we have to edit the episode, but let's hope. I, I, I think see. we'll be, I think we're okay. good. Okay.
0: I say that we're not probably not, but um, the, the obviously the memory. I mean, you just got recently married, mm-hmm. right? Uh, probably one of the happiest days of your life.
1: Yeah, absolutely it's cool, far none.
0: You know, uh, marriage is a struggle, uh, no doubt about. It, relationships are always a struggle. I, mm-hmm. uh, me, and my wife have had our fair share of ups and downs, many to my own fault, to my insecurities, and whatnot. But that day was. All of the hot well, she did complain about my dress shoes. <laughs> Tuxedo Junction accidentally gave me black shoes instead of brown. Oh no, not happy, bastards! Um, but that was like a just a, a celebration with you know all of our friends at the time, friends and family at the time, and you know that was it. it shouldn't be the hot like a little piece of advice. It's, it's great that, you know, that's the happiest day for a lot of people, but it shouldn't be the high point. Yes. You always have to keep working, and, and it's a struggle, and it's hard. Uh, I know this now. I know that shit's not easy. Uh, marriages work all the time. And I'm working, you know, I try every day as hard as I can, more so recently, to mm-hmm. make sure that, that, you know, that our wedding day, which was special, isn't our happiest day. Yes. Um, together. So it's one of those things, but, you know, it, it, it was. It was a high point. You know, this is growing up, and like, it was tough. Like, it's emotionally, it's tough. I, I remember you the week before, right? You were—I mean, you were a nervous wreck. Yeah, he- heading up and, and getting ready for your own wedding,
1: and it's a lot. It's a lot of planning. It's a big, like, it's, any it's, growth is going to be hard, but and right. that's a whole lot of growth. Doing it's, that, it's it's a big step in life because it's
0: literally you going from being an individual. To now your life is shared with somebody. Um you know, everything you do represents that person. And uh that was a crazy one. A lot of tears shed that day because it was the uh you know, the end of essentially the end of my individuality. Um as far as, you know, uh what I did was a reflection upon it wasn't just me anymore, it was it was our marriage. So mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. like, I legit, <laughs> uh, maybe a, a, maybe me a couple months ago would have posted this. But we did a fun thing on on the panel discussion this past week where I drank beer with a hot dog straw. I poked a hole. Oh, man. I tried. It wasn't that bad. Anyways, um, I had my friend Will take a video of it. I was like, I'm going to post this on Facebook. And then I was like, you know, after all the books I've been reading and stuff, I was like, you know what? maybe i shouldn't <laughs> maybe i shouldn't post this video and embarrass my wife any further i'm trying to become a less embarrassing person so it's 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 stuff like that it's stuff like that. i'll show you the video after for a while, but uh oh,
1: it's a little man. it's a little uh, i i think yeah. i definitely want to see the video i'll but. show you Remind
0: me when we're done Remind me when we're done but yeah that is
1: my number 4 oh my lord that that's that's a really good memory to have Thank yeah you. my my wedding uh my wedding dance song was like perfect, but you're you're right. That whole day shouldn't be the happiest day. It should be a jumping off point for everything else. But, correct. Yeah. If anything, I I mean
0: we were bounced around so much and kind of forgot a lot. I I don't remember a lot of it because it was like oh pictures here, meet this person. Take, mm-hmm. pic, you know, uh, it's hectic.
1: Yeah. It was crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's really really crazy to go through. Um. So my number three, uh, is gonna be "Through the Late Night" by Travis Scott and Kid Cuddy. Um, which is, I absolutely love Travis Scott. Uh, I think he's one of the better rappers of the newer generation that's come out. And, uh, individually I've really liked his albums, but I'm Tyler, big Travis Scott guy. So that's what I was just about to say too, is like, no, but you're, you're exactly on par with that. So, um, for a year. I worked with my cousin Tyler, for um, those people who don't know. It was kind of a rough year of my life, honestly, because I was lacking a little bit of direction on where I wanted to go. It was the year before the pandemic, which the pandemic actually helped because I was forced to shut down and regroup and, like, figure things out um, as I slapped the microphone there. (laughs) Uh, But um, that year of, like, kind of being in the in-between, I'm working for my uncle hadn't been able to hang out with Tyler a lot in a long time and all of a sudden we're working together every day. We definitely had our bad days, which our bad days sucked uh it's and tough. like it's tough when you really when you really like someone and you're fighting with them because of like something stupid. Yeah. Um but he showed me during this time too, he showed me like a ton a ton of music that we vibed to together and it was so hard to pick like one specific song. That I associated directly with that time But then I remembered that Through the late night was also his ringtone At the time <laughs> So anytime my Uncle Paul would call You'd hear that song just blare over the speaker For a second And That's they, cool. And not only was it like Oh through the late night's me, like, Ah fuck my uncle's calling <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Uncle Paul If you're listening uh no, there we go. Rents going up again. No, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I know. I'm gonna pitch it. Prom- no, I promise. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. So I uh, I picked that one for that reason. But that year was, I think, if he doesn't mind me saying this too, he talked about how it was like similar for him in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like having like, kind of figuring himself out throughout that. I'll and like, that. 20... It was only a few years ago, so I was 26, maybe. That's a tough age. Yeah, and, like, it's hard in any industry where you're, like, doing art professionally, too. So, like, I was doing tons of theater at the time and not saying no to a lot and not take... Like, passing up on certain jobs because I wanted to, like, keep that around and keep it Right. And I do still... I think I've ultimately made the decision that I still do want to keep that around. Um... I'm I'm doing a show right now. I'm in rehearsals for, and then after that, I'm doing something uh, on Main Street, which will be really fun. Isn't
0: that how you and um, Julie met, though?
1: Too. Yeah. So I think it's it important. Is. For
0: you. Now, I did, not that my you know, but I think it's important for you guys to kind of keep
1: it together. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely think so too. Is she still um, doing it? Um, it, to an extent, she like stays around in that yeah. realm and uh, does a lot of work that's associated um with it, but she's not necessarily like acting and stuff I anymore. See. Um, which is okay because it's it's high pressure and it's not uh, it, and it's not for everybody. No, I'm um, sure. But yeah, it was it was hard figuring that out. But then you know the pandemic happened. I was forced to kind of take a step back from everything, and then I regrouped and I figured out how I wanted to like reinvolve myself within that. Um, and Tyler really helped do, uh, do that for me during that time. So I'm thankful for him. Thankful for the music that he introduced me to. Um, through that whole uh, year working together. Tyler's and a good egg. Yeah, he I is. I know he's
0: listening to this right now, so I'm going to butter him up real good. <laughs> but one of my favorite things that has come out of our friendship is, I mean, your brother and, and Tyler. Yeah. Ben and Tyler. Ben and Tyler. Because Tyler's just, he's so good. Yeah. And he's passionate, and he's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, dude, I mean, I, I still can't believe that that, that gift he got. Oh, after, yeah. For my birthday. I love that thing so much. Um, and it's, it sucks cause like he's looking at all the stuff that I got and I want to gift him something and I will at some point, but he's like, he's like, uh, he's looking at all the stuff that's like not mine or very important to me. Like that Venom, like that Venom PVC one. It's hard to see. back. Yeah. Trip. Yeah. But it's like that was a birthday gift, and I I, I want to give it to him, but I know emotionally, like spirits, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna hook him up one of these days because he's a good, he's he's one of he He's, he's one of my favorite good. people here. He takes good care of this place. He comes in, does his stuff,
1: and 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 whatnot. Yeah. So
0: I just I wish I could record more with him.
1: Yeah. Now we'll have the opportunity. Oh, so he'll sure. be back on here soon, and then yes. you know I YAO and what's going on practically move as one unit. So, Absolutely. You know.
0: So. Excellent. Very yeah, good. Man. Very good. Uh, you're number three, my friend. My number three. All right. So this is, uh, this is a. It's kind of a goofy song, but um, at the same time, it is. Uh, it is the Colts touchdown theme song, right? Hey. The Bills got the shout song. It's really, really cool. It's a. It's one of the most unique ones in a sense, uh, as far as touchdown songs. The Colts have "Bang the Drum" by Todd Rundgren. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work. I just want, it. I don't know why they chose it, all right? Uh, they have really cool runout music, uh, but this is their touchdown song. It's been like that for years. Uh, it's a lot of fun, uh, you know, especially because I didn't know what their touchdown song was until I went finally visited Indianapolis in, in 2018. Yeah, yeah. And then they put a whooping on the Titans. They beat them like 38 to 10, so I get to hear it a lot. i like, this is their touchdown theme? It's kind of cool the way they do it they convert it they kind of like it's, it starts off with that and then they go to we will rock you like in the middle, oh, of, the, in, cool. in the middle of the song um but yeah like that's one of my favorite parts you know it's it's just fun i, I love those those cult trips so much um indianapolis is one of my favorite cities and in in, in, easily one of my favorite city, cities to visit probably top of the line honestly i feel like i'm at home with my people there, when I go to Indianapolis, because it's just, I mean, it's, it's, I mean wall-to-wall, wall. everyone's rocking Colts gear, and I don't get that here. Yeah. I understand why, but, but like, that, like, I remember we, me and my buddy, uh, you know, Coconut Jones. Yeah. Um, we went up in December, and he's, like, he's asking me all these questions, because I, I wanted to be there for our fir- his first time. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing to do, is be there for a lot of people's first times and stuff. So we're going. He's a big Colts fan. He goes, all right. He's like, so what's their what's their touchdown song or what this and that? And I, I I played it for him. And we got to the city limits. There was a big car accident. We were 10 minutes away from our hotel, but it ended up taking like half an hour to Ugh. get there because the traffic was so slow. And he goes, play the touchdown song. <laughs> and we played it. And we were just so pumped up and ready to go. And we checked into our hotel. And we went out right after. Oh, it was amazing. That's
1: incredible. It was such a fun
0: time. But, yeah, that's my, I mean, it's, it's such a great tune. Um, I let's do it when that's my one of my foot that's my like getting ready for football season song now mm-hmm. is because I associate that with three trips now going on four, uh, to the great city of Indianapolis. So bang the drum all day, Todd Rundgren. That is my number three.
1: I love that. There are a lot of good songs I suppose I associate with sports moments. Um, it obviously so the shout song played at my wedding, obviously, because like, of course, you just have to, um, there are some cool ones that, like, I've seen fighters walk out to that I'm like, oh, that was a cool choice that, yeah. like, you did that. The best one I can think of fight-wise, the one I'll never forget, was uh, Dustin Poirier, the second Conor McGregor fight. Okay. Um Walked out to uh, the boss by James Brown. Okay, you pay pay the cost to be the boss, right? (laughs) Which he comes out to a lot of the time. He'll come, but then he knocks Connor out, right? Connor knocked him out in the first fight. He knocks Connor out in the second fight. He's walking back, and the fucking payback by James Brown starts (laughs) playing. So not only did he walk out to the boss, he's walking back to the payback, and it was. I thought it was the most gangster thing that anybody's ever done. Walks out to James Brown, knocks him out, walks back to the payback. That's,
0: uh, that's really good. Yeah. Cause James Brown, you don't think of James Brown as somebody who could make like, against music, right? You know, you know, like a wrestling, like doing wrestling or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not going to pick a James Brown. Yeah. To come out to, And this dude just owns it.
1: Oh, totally owned it. That's, oh, it was amazing. It's amazing. Ah, so good. Um, so we're up to our top two. Correct. My number two is I I literally cannot be in a bad mood when this song is playing. It's, I don't know how anyone possibly can. So anyone who knows me knows I have a craze with the song Mbop by Hanson. Great song. And it's like to the point where... Uh, I've claimed, and this is on record now, so I can't necessarily do it anymore, but if I were to snap one day, right, and go on some kind of spree, I'm not saying it would be a killing spree. A shopping spree. But, like, some kind of a spree, I would have a boombox and play (laughs) Mbappe as it was going on. Because it, like, (laughs) it brings out something absolutely unreal and, like... It's it's the happiest song on the face of the earth. It is a band of brothers who were what, no older than like 13 at the time, yeah. something ridiculous like that, playing the song that is so infectiously happy. That was like their one good one. They're too. Uh, like their they're one only one. good one and but I don't know if you've ever seen the videos of them like doing it when they got older too. No. They still got some good ass voices. <laughs> Even all this time later, they still got real good voices. Uh, but it's it's so impossible not to be in a good mood when you hear that. Yeah. And, and when people, like, walk into a room and you have it on, they're like, is that M-bop, right, like everybody knows it. It's, everybody, it's, everybody does instantaneously. I mean, it's so cool. I mean, there's been a
0: lot of one-hit wonders, but that one might be one of the most famous ones of the 90s.
1: Mm-hmm. People oh, still listen
0: to it. It's it's. Char- I think they came out with an um-bop, uh wine or mm. something like that. They, they released some kind of like alcoholic beverage uh, in recent in recent years. But maybe it was a seltzer or pop. I, I don't know. But um, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, that was, it was great. And like. I'm not going like I was a kid when that came, song came out. I'm yeah. not going to buy a CD for one song. <laughs> so you got to either hope it's on the radio, or in my case, I had to wait until I got a little bit older and I could start downloading yep. MP3s through LimeWire.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I, iTunes. ITunes. I, definitely definitely iTunes. iTunes. Definitely iTunes. He he slipped up. Totally. That. I'm sorry. It's
0: been a long week. <laughs> um, excellent choice for number two, buddy. Thank it is you. a very happy song. Uh, my number two. Is the final countdown from oh, Europe? Great! I affiliate this song with uh, my high school wrestling career. It was played at every tournament, uh, and I did pretty good my senior year. And it was just like it was the perfect warm-up song. Uh, I've talked about it actually. We did a music list in season one or two about songs that got us through high school, and this was one of those songs because it just it puts me back. It, it gives me happy memories of. Peak physical condition, me. Mm. Peak happiness and optimistic, me. Like, high school, the the classes and the social interaction, awful. Mm -hmm. I I purposely avoid class reunions because I just don't want to see a lot of the people. I I talk to everybody who I want to talk to. I see everybody who I want to see. I don't need to go to some uh, reunion where I have to pay money. Uh, to go see people that I don't want to see again. Mm-hmm. I, my social life was miserable there, but high school wrestling was my thing. That was it. It, it was my it was my link to being cool. It, it gave me some kind of achievement. It was something to work towards. Uh, cause I you know, it, that was the one sport I really excelled at, and I, I was in the best shape of my life. Two hundred and ten pounds, solid conditioning, unbelievable. Uh, and I loved it. I just relished in it. Again, I don't have many friends, so I would just work towards wrestling, mm-hmm. and and that was my thing. But that song was always, uh, again, always associated with it. Every time I hear it, I just get the I get the chills. I get happy, but I get the chills because I, rem- I remember these moments of you know walking out for sectional finals, and that song is playing, and it's it's a lot of a lot of good memories from mm-hmm. that. So that's my number two, the Final Countdown. From Europe, I love that.
1: That's that's an iconic song. Another wonderful one from the eighties, right? And I I don't care how cliche it is. There's a reason it's used in those situations, right? Because the final countdown is just timeless. It's so good, especially too. Like I I look at it
0: from like uh, spiritual from like my senior year. Like okay. If I don't win sectionals this year, I'm never going to have this opportunity again. This is legitimately the final countdown of my high school wrestling career. Mm-hmm. Something that I valued very, very much. It's the final countdown. Uh so the name had some uh it resonated with me with where I was at
1: in my in my career. So um so yeah. Love it. Thank you. Oh, that's great. What do we got for number one? I'm excited. All right. So my number one is kind of... I don't think this would be on a lot of people's lists. Okay. But for me, very specifically, I think it's one that's followed me my entire life and led me to um, the person I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life. So um, the song, as... Uh, as a Latino man, it almost seems like cliche to put another Latino man as as my number one, but it's impossible not to. So the song is a song from I believe two thousand one. Okay, um, it's "Escape" by Enrique Iglesias. Oh, um, yes. So you know, uh, you know that song. That's been a hit ever since we were little. And I've always, there's always been something about that song that I've absolutely loved. I used to, you know, you did the thing when you were a kid where you took a blank cassette tape and you would just record, like, things off the radio, right? Um, And so uh, I always loved that song and had, like, this association with it, right? Then I met Julie... And I knew something was different about that relationship. And then once again, I started hearing that song like more like it would play at work weirdly and like all this stuff. So when I went to Rwanda um, for the three weeks during college, uh, it was our first Christmas together, like right before it. So I wrote her a letter to open for each of the 19 days I was gone. Wow. So um in one of them, I wrote down it was the le- it was like the thirtieth day of the year. So I wrote down thirty songs that made me think of her, and I think Escape was number one or number two on that. And I was also like, if you miss me, I also put this on Spotify on a playlist like that you could find or whatever. Yeah. So, um, New Year's Eve is her favorite holiday um, out of any of them in the year. And they, it's a huge deal in Africa. It is a huge deal to celebrate the new year in, in the continent of Africa in general. But in Rwanda, it's, it's also a huge deal. So the hostel we're staying at is like, uh, you know, they're like playing music. they are people at the bar, they're celebrating. They have this like kind of live band. They're doing certain karaoke songs, right? Like that they're just playing out of like this set list that they have. And so I'm sitting there, like just talking to my friends, missing my girlfriend at the time. And wouldn't you know they start playing that fucking song? Really? Matt, I'm in Rwanda. I'm halfway across the world. And they're playing this song like someone chose it for karaoke and they're playing it. That's bizarre. That's an omen. It's an omen, and that was. The, it sounds so weird. I can say this in hindsight now because we're married. That's the day I knew that, like, I was supposed to be with Julie. It probably hit you right. It the wasn't way. the day I knew I was supposed to marry her, but it was the day I knew we were supposed to be together. Yeah, and it was, it was the most bizarre. So it like every time I hear that song, it puts me in this place of like, it, it reminds me of like I'm supposed to. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, always. Like, the things that are with me are, like, there's a destiny to everything that happens, right? So it felt like that song was hiding in my timeline a lot of the time. And then when it surfaced, it was like, this is the reason I've been in your life this whole time. right? So that's why that song is my number one, because it'll always, there's no way I can associate that song with happiness. That's, that song will make me happier than anything ever will.
0: I am glad that's your number one. Yeah. Because that is an amazing selection. First and foremost. And I, that story is everything I wanted to hear when when you were you're putting together all your lists. Yeah. You know, putting together your list. That's the kind of stuff that I want to hear. Um, it made me feel good. But, I mean, that's the kind of weird, like, it's like, oh, really? You know, it's one of those random things that happen. It's it's literally, I mean, maybe it's just happens to be a coincidence. But in our eyes, who think that there's, uh, there's drastic meaning in everything... It, it hits you, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yeah, she's the one." Yeah, so
1: that's awesome. It dude. it was like bizarre. Like it still gives me chills because out of there are a billion songs in this world, and that one was the one that like came off that up, one. Man. That's fucking. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So <sighs> weird. Do you guys play it at your wedding? No, which I wish we did, but we um. The first song, we, uh, our first dance was to, um, a One Direction song that we both mutually liked from when we first started dating. Perfect. And it's, it's really slow and it was, it captured how we feel about each other Good. really well. Good. Yeah. It was perfect.
0: Excellent number one. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to top that one. Um, my number one is kind of, uh, it's been said already, um, it is red bones uh come and get your love tough time in my life there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of these uh, some of these choices are um it was two thousand and fourteen and i was working a lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: not as much as i am now i'm at a i'm at a much happier uh level of of working but back then it was it was it was miserable. Yeah, me and the the girlfriend were going oh, now wife we're going through a, a little bit of a rough a rough period because I was working so much I didn't have time to see her and when I did it was just I was just so tired all the time. Uh, I was working my landscape job. All right, for uh, yeah, this, this place here in Tonawanda. working a landscape job. I was working probably. Uh, Jesus, 7 to f- seven to 4, Ugh. 7 to 5 every day, just going around cutting lawns around Buffalo when it was nice. So I was also trying to find a much better paying job in the electrician's union. Sure. So on overnights, what I would do is uh, I would go work, and they were putting together, they were remodeling the, uh, the Fashion Outlet Mall in Niagara Falls. So I was in a pre-apprenticeship. Uh, And I was working there. So what my day would consist of is um, waking up at 8.30, Mm -hmm. going to work, uh, 8.30 at night, going to work for the electricians to try and get in, get out at 5. It was a 9 to 5 job, maybe. Get out. Sleep for 30 minutes in my car, go to my landscaping job. Maybe
1: it was a little bit more than that. Maybe it was a little bit more than that. But, I don't remember. But still, it's just like, oh my God. You can't tough. run off of that. You can't. You
0: can't. And I'd sleep for three and a half, four hours a, du- a night. And it oh was just crazy. I did that for two months. Money was okay, but I would not choose to do not that. Not worth
1: that. Yeah. Not worth it.
0: Guardians was coming out and me and my cousins were super tight at the time and we're like, hey, we're going to go to the drive in <sighs> opening night. OK, it was opening night. I was so tired. I almost overslept. Holy shit. I almost overslept. I woke up at seven o'clock. or like So I got out of work at probably uh, my landscaping job at four o'clock on that Friday. I went home, tried to take a nap, my alarm, I slept in my alarm, and people were calling me nonstop, where are you, where are you, where are you, movie started at 9, 9.30, it was the middle of July, so it was still pretty bright out till later, the, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get up now, so I threw some clothes on, I went and picked up Amy, drove to my cousin's house, and we all drove out, we got there probably like 8, 8.30, we got there like really close, and it was packed, side to side, and I was tired Little mopey, just because I was just I was cut off from from sleeping. I was just so dead tired, and I didn't know what to expect with this Guardians movie. It really hadn't been advertised as a comedy. There were some funny scenes and stuff, but you know this. It, it opens up with with Star Lord. He's getting off his ship. He's got his mask. He's he's looking at the scanner, and Then all of a sudden he takes out his headphones and puts them on his head, and then he plays the 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 Walkman and he starts dancing. And it was probably the first time in a month that I, I legit smiled. <sighs> I was just so happy. Like, wow. this movie came out at the perfect time in my life. That's how much I adore, like, this song. I and mean, that opening, that intro of him dancing, wa- walking around, dancing, kicking the little, the little creatures, probably do- and doing some karaoke to it as well, was so funny. And I was, it was happy. I was just, like, I was at peace. Mm-hmm. For once And it was a very hectic time Because I mean I was 2014 I was 23 24 Me and the, the the wife Hadn't even been dating a year At that time I'm trying to find myself Yeah I don't know what I want to do For the rest of my life It sure as shit Wasn't landscaping I thought maybe electricians I didn't know I was still trying to find Like And that's just a tough age That's the 20s that's, are difficult ages. You
1: were this. right where you needed to be At that point You yeah. really were And I
0: was just like I could relax, and me and all my cousins, again, we don't hang out as much as I would like because shit changes, but we were all there together, sitting in lawn chairs, um, eating pretzels and pizza and popcorn at the drive-in, perfect night, watching Guardians of the Galaxy, and I seen that movie three three times. It was the first time I seen a movie three times uh,
1: in theaters, first time, but I loved it that much. Yeah, so it's so good. That first Guardians is so good. It, it is. Batista killed it in that one too. Like Drax is one of the best dr- roles he's ever. Oh had. Oh my god! Yeah, he, he's a really, really good actor. Really good he actor. Is. I think he has. I
0: actually think he's a better actor than the Rock.
1: He could. He definitely could
0: be. Because Batista has
1: range. Mm-hmm. Where the Rock? To me, the Rock he is the same character the same in every character movie. Every and that—that's like, eh, blah. but. How funny that our memories with Guardians are both associated tri- yeah. with family members we really love and that at song. the driving at that song. Yeah,
0: isn't that crazy? That's so funny. I da- this another thing. I I got the CD. I downloaded the stuff on my iPhone or i iPod at the time. Uh, and when I was landscaping, me and my buddy Zach, who was one of the one of the boss's sons, we would sing the whole Awesome Mix. But that was that was that was the one. Yeah. So. Oh, man. So that is that is it, everybody. We got through it. Our top ten songs that make us happy. Yeah. Now I'm real happy after that. <laughs> Me too. We really we both had really good stories for number ones. Yeah, I think I'm so, too. I'm related about that. Um, so we got through it. Uh, next week, as we're hoping, top ten video game villains. We're hoping that all pans out. But yes, yes. We're not stopping. There's no season ender. It is going to keep on going. So... Uh stay tuned. On behalf of Dan and I, do you even list? Uh-huh.